Okay, let's go. You ready? That's Kira. That's Vic. And this is Girl, Girl Like You. You run a tight ship around here. <laughs> yeah, I just made Vic spit out her gum. I'm just sitting here chewing my gum. In all honesty, I was like really enthusiastically talking, so I was probably chomping, chomping a little loud. But Kira just I said just... very seriously, we need to talk about something. <laughs> you can't chew gum anymore. Ever. So don't Period. come over to Kira's house ever. <laughs> no, just while we're recording, because like check your gum at the door. God, it just. But then Vic not said just she's while we're recording. You don't want me to. No, chew gum it, I never notice it while we're like talking. Oh, you didn't notice it while we were talking. No, it was when for... I listened to our episode like that's coming out tomorrow. I was listening I was to it gum. yesterday, and you were chewing gum, and I was just like, "This Fuck is so me. fucking annoying. brutal. That's so gross." Yeah. <laughs> well, I think oh, some people just like man. don't notice or don't care. Like, some people just are so oblivious to it. Oh, delete that episode. <laughs> no, no. That's going to be brutal. There were just, like, a few moments where I was like, oh, God. Yeah, but, but it's I mean, called misophonia. Misophonia, yeah. I'm going to look up the definition of it, but, like... Yeah, I've had it my whole like entire life. It's like a sensitivity, too. And I just was listening to another podcast where it, like, shows up. If you do, like, a 23andMe genetic test, Shut it up. shows up on there. So, like, it's a real fucking thing. It's not like we're just, like... So, like, Mark's, like... I wouldn't say his whole family, but like Mark and both of his siblings have it, but like in different ways. I'm yeah. one of my friends from back home, she has it, but like different sounds. And uh, I have it. And I, the earliest memory I can remember, my poor sister, I was such oh, a dick yeah. to her. But like my early, <laughs> we've talked about this before. You told me you used to sit at the table and cry. I would bawl my eyes out because <laughs> my dad and my one sister would just be chomping and I would just be crying so hard like I can't even I would get so mad yeah my sister would eat things I literally remember getting in so much trouble because yeah <laughs> my sister is eating and I was like are, is are you real? even stopping to taste it <laughs> can you even taste it like slow the fuck down and then my mom was so <laughs> mad at me and I was like no one else is outraged like no yeah, one this else isn't making someone else can't just... tell her this is unacceptable behavior like <laughs> What kind of fucking animal are you raising? But it's wild what happens in my body when, like, I hear it. Like, oh, when it... seeing red. Oh, God. Like, I can just imagine. There's... What's your, like, worst, do you think? My worst? Like, what's oh. the number one sound that does it for you? Oh, man. You know what? It's got to be, I think, tie of two things. Like, uh -huh. one thing is, like, when people are chewing and it's, like, sloshing. Like, chewing with their mouth open and it's, like, sloshing. Like, stop <laughs> doing this. If you're out there... And yeah, you're doing you that. You gotta figure it out. The other one is like a loud gulp. Like if if it's <laughs> cold, I think that one's the worst. My skin is crawling thinking about it. Like if someone's in, a, if you're in a quiet room with someone and they take a big gulp of water and it's like a big gulp, I literally want to rip your throat. No, off. you know what's worse is when it's hot coffee and they're like, okay, that's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, like, that okay. one is like Mark and his family. What they call it hoovering when they people <laughs> hoover their coffee. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, how much attention do you need? Like, like and the person's just like, what? Like, sorry, I'm just oh my sitting here drinking my coffee. And there's someone, I'm not even going to say who, but there's someone in my life who <laughs> gulps so loud and I cannot say anything to them about it because they, I just, they wouldn't understand and it would be a thing. Wow. I'm and I would be this like bad it. guy about Is it. it me? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> no, wait a second. Oh, she takes a drink of water. If you swallow loudly, I can. <laughs> but it's like I'm just can. Kidding. This is what I wonder though: is it's a, it is optional? Is it? I am convinced it is optional because sometimes I can hear people swallowing louder than I can hear myself swallowing, and I'm like, 
Because you're they're really, gulping. You're like really going for gulp. it. Like, oh, Mark did a big gulp it's last so night. Bad. He looked over at me, and I was just like staring at him, like. Uh, and it's so much worse. Are you if fucking you're, kidding? If you're Those already fighting words. <laughs> if you're already slightly annoyed with the person, and then you like yes. sit down for a silent dinner, and then they're just chomping and swallowing, you're just like, I wouldn't. Wow, I just wouldn't. Wow, I would wow. literally remove Can myself from the premises. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, the fucking I'm glad come. I'm not alone because no. holy fuck, it just makes me. But just... um, no, I understand that. I feel bad now about my gum chewing. Sorry, everybody, <laughs> that is really yucky, and I don't blame you if I'm one of those people who makes you mad all the time. Now, <laughs> I serve it. What did the definition say? Did you look oh, it up? I did look it up. Yeah, it is. Um, people with misophonia are affected emotionally by common sounds, usually <laughs> oh. those made by others, and usually ones that other people don't pay attention to. <laughs> The examples above are breathing, yawning, or chewing. Oh, breathing. Um, they create a fight or flight response that triggers anger and a desire to escape. Yeah, it's literally Validation. like, yeah, it is. I'm going to have to work on that. But it oh, started, I there think. There are some coping strategies. Let's hear it. Well, number one, using noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> so if you've seen In it, every restaurant? <laughs> so for supper? You can hear someone eat in a restaurant. They play the music too loud. Yeah, no, probably not. It's at home. It's like when it's quiet. Like if I took a like baby. Eating from dinner with Brett and Ellie and I just have noise canceling headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the best breakfast I've ever oh, had. Oh my God. I Yeah, literally. Okay, next one. Um, listening to music, calming sounds, or white noise. Okay, Take dude. the white noise machine. Just have it all the time. So this is what I was just going to say is that people think this is so weird, but probably from the time I was like 15. I've slept with earplugs like every single night mm. at like, I mean, every single night, if I don't have earplugs, I did not sleep that night. So like it started, I remember going on like family vacations and I was sleeping in the same room my dad just like snores so loud. And I would just cr- spend the whole night just laying there like crying. And we did a lot of like, <laughs> we did a lot of like sports. Like I did triathlons as a kid and I'd have literally have to compete in a triathlon the next day. And my mm-hmm. dad would snore all night long and I would just like be up crying. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Now I just got to run 5K and like swim a thousand whatevers. And like, oh, it just made me so mad. So earplugs have helped me a lot at night. Like I probably couldn't yeah. sleep with a partner if I didn't wear earplugs. Yeah. Even just like Then like you're probably breathing. more sensitive after years of using earplugs. Yeah. Like I would imagine. Yeah, that's probably true. But no, that's awesome. Uh, last one, politely oh. asking the person making the sound to stop. Um, whoever wrote this doesn't understand because like, like you, there is no politeness, politeness no. when it's psychotic. you're triggered yeah, by misophonia. Oh my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> okay, we're going to kind of just go off on a totally different tangent because me and Vic were just talking about something that I'm like struggling with right now that I wasn't really sure that I wanted to talk about on here but then we started talking about it and I'm like well let's just do it why not um and yeah just like this something inside of me is telling me that like like I work from home and Ellie goes to daycare like seven to two Monday to Friday and I just struggle and you know what I don't even think that people I said to Vic like people don't take it seriously and everyone's asking me like why is Ellie in daycare like you work from home and like do you really need to send her five days a week? Like blah, blah, blah. But I think it's more me like projecting my or if, insecurity onto yeah. people because or if I'm somebody so... says something like, I know that's been something that was d- difficult for you to mm-hmm. deal with. Like, 
on some level that you were working from home, like the mom guilt aspect, yes. like you literally, you expect the, uh, like the impossible of yourself. I like know. there is no way you can be a hands-on great mom and the mom you want to be mm -hmm. all day, every day while going to school no. and <laughs> working. No. There's no way. And no. every, I just think personally that every day there is something to feel guilty about mm -hmm. as a mom, not that we should, but it's just because you're trying to be the best mom that you can be. Yeah. And it's something that I'm just like really trying to like deal with. It's so real and raw right now. And it's, you know, when it always comes up the most is Ellie had a really hard two weeks at daycare. And like, I think she was just fighting something like mm -hmm. a little bit of a bug. Yeah. And she was just like miserable every morning. And like, she's the happiest, most social kid. And so for her to be like, just like a pure, a real true sadness on her face and like, crop just like huge tears falling down her face as I leave every day is like what yeah. is going on like yeah. are you getting like <laughs> no, beat at daycare You're like what are you trying to tell me yeah like, so I'm just searching so hard for that so I think like I'm kind of trying to figure out what we were talking about before we started recording but like well, yeah like I'm saying that I feel like maybe you should like revalidate yourself if you're yes. feeling like like you don't need to prove to anybody anything. No. And I think that trying to tell anybody that you feel like that kind of attitude from mm -hmm. is honestly like redundant. Like, I don't think that's going to help to heal you. So maybe like taking five minutes yeah. at night or sometime in yeah. your day to like reaffirm with yourself and validate that mm -hmm. what you're doing is the right decision for you mm -hmm. for all these reasons. Yeah. I get it. Like Hallie's in daycare and I only work a few days a week. Yeah. And I love that she's in daycare and yeah, this week's been hard too with drop-offs. I don't know why, yeah. the hell, but she's getting up at three or four o'clock in the morning. Oh, we'll go back same. to sleep. And then I'm trying to bring her to daycare and she's just devastated. A mess. Yeah. The whole drive. She's like, no school, no yeah. school. And I'm like, Oh, like I, I have things to do. I have plans like it, which sounds horrible, but like, no. I can't move appointments. Like yeah. I booked an appointment eight days ago for my shoulder and I yeah. finally can get in later. Like, I physically need that. And yeah. She's safe at daycare. Yeah. She's well taken care yeah. of. She's well fed. She's going to get a rest. She's probably exhausted because she's been up for like 45 yeah. hours before yeah. we even went to school. <laughs> yeah. But like that nurturing side of you that like, just, you just want to protect your baby. Yeah. You just want to be their home and their safe place. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like you're leaving them in a time where they need you, Oh, it's devastating. Yeah, it is. It really is. But you know what? Then today, she finally, like, she had a small cough through the night just for the last little while. And, like, mm -hmm. remember in our last episode, I was talking about how she was, like, vomiting. And, mm -hmm. like, I think I I didn't ever throw up, but I think I got whatever stomach bug she had. And it was, like, not okay. <laughs> I was not okay oh, no. for, like, f I'm talking, like, five days. I couldn't really eat. Like, just yesterday yeah. and today were the first days, like, that I even, like, had a real poop. Like I had, my stomach has not been like that in my life. I don't think there was something. Okay, but remember how I was like so sick with that flu for like eight or nine days. Yeah. Like every day and I would eat and then I'd be like, oh God, I'm going to puke, yeah. I'm going to puke. And then I wouldn't, but I was like, oh, and then I would get so hungry. I yes. had like the shakes and I'm like, oh my God, I need like, to eat right what now. What was that? I don't know, but so usually scary. I'm like 12 to 24 hours stomach flu and I get stomach flu yeah. like six times a year. Yeah. Like, I get it all the time. And so usually I'm like clockwork, like yeah. 12 hours to 24 hours. And then the next day I bounce right back up. Yeah. But like I didn't and I had to no. go to the hospital, get an IV 
because I'm a pussy, yeah. but also because it was awesome. Yeah. But then, yeah. yeah, like for like a solid week. And I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Like yeah. my blood sugar, something's wrong with my blood <laughs> yeah, sugar. Like, like, yeah. But yeah, maybe you guys had the same thing. I think she must have, because I was like, Brett, I can't help cook sucker supper. I'm so hungry, but like I take two bites of it and I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I would like mm-hmm. legit poop my pants one day. Oh no. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. But like, and then after that, like it was just like bad, badness. So I'm thinking like maybe she was feeling like that for like the Probably, week. Probably. Yeah. Because today I dropped her off and she just like took off her snowsuit. She's like, put it in my cubby. And I was like, okay. And then she turned around and walked away from me. And I was like, <laughs> pardon me she's been hanging off of me for two weeks straight crying and it takes me 15 minutes to leave and today she just walked away I'm like you little shit like do you know what this does to me so yeah like sometimes they just need a little more I'm like I beat myself up I'm like I need to interact with her more in the mornings and I need to make sure she has a better breakfast but like no maybe they just have a little stomach bug or they're going through a friggin leap or whatever honestly though thing it is and it's like honestly because here's Ugh. our issue right now. Hallie is so mean. Oh, no. Hallie is being I so mean lately. And, like, it makes me laugh. <laughs> it makes me laugh. But, like, also makes me, like, want to throw her out the window sometimes. <laughs> like, what did she do? Like, she got up at 3 o'clock last night. And she will never let me put her back to bed. So, I was up mm. with her till 5. And then I was like, to Mark, you got to put her to bed. Like, just... Done. She's not. Yeah, I brought her into our bed. She wasn't. She's literally laying in between us, and it's dark in our bedroom. And I'm like looking at her, and I can kind of see like the silhouette of her face and like the glossiness off of her eyes. Like her eyes are open. Yeah, she's looking at me, and she's like laying on her side, and she's got her arm like pulled all the way back, like behind her, kind of like. And then she just (laughs) winds up, smacks me right across the face, and I was like okay, well, maybe she, it's dark. Like, maybe she, yeah. I'm like, Hallie, don't. You just hit mom on the face. Like, that hurt. She freaking winds up again and smacks me across the face again. And I'm like, do you have any idea how lucky you are that I am medicated? <laughs> like, and like, it's just, like, so mean. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to hit her back to be like, I know some pa- parents, like, you know, whatever. That's not my deal. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, no, you're done. Mark, take her yeah, to her like, room. I, like, sometimes I'm, you just got to check yourself out of those. Yeah, like, no, cause... you are not literally punching me in the face while I'm trying Bitch to slapping sleep. me after you kept me up for the last two hours. Yeah. So anyway, she's, she's friggin' freaking out so bad. Mark decides, okay, fine. She's not going to bed, so I'll get up with her. And I get up and I'm like, no, we are not getting up. Dad does not have to get up at four o'clock in the morning for the mm-hmm. day. You can come back into bed with us. We'll put on a show, whatever. So we at least got to stay in bed till like seven. And she just watched a show. She watched a show. She played with a truck, like literally driving it on me, like, driving on my head. But then like, she just doesn't listen at all. Like, <laughs> I don't even think, sometimes I feel like I'm mute. Like I try to talk and nothing comes out because she just is so unfazed by instructions or. Oh. And like, <laughs> oh. I, was, I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth and I can hear Mark go are you kidding me and then I hear the toilet flush and I was like oh my god what what did she flush down the toilet like oh my god and I started panicking I ran out and Mark's like no like I just she's been asking me for a treat from like Halloween candy she's been asking me for a treat and I said no and I went to the bathroom and I came out and she had gone into the pantry helped herself to a box of Oreos and was eating them on the couch 
And I'm like, oh just, man, it's hard to be mad at you because she's like sitting there licking the icing, like just so like I run pumped. this like, house, you guys. I don't give a shit what you think. You can tell me. Oh like, my god, you know, give me what I want. I'll get it's it. so frustrating, hey, when they just like blatantly. Oh my god, I think it's so funny. Like, no, you're I mean, so like, smart. Yeah, that's cute and hilarious. But I mean, when you like tell them something and oh. like they're just like looking the other way, and you're like, okay, like it's time to, or then they just straight up ignore you. You know what I mean? Like, or she like will yell at us. <laughs> like it's time to do that, and she's like, <laughs> no, like <laughs> this like deep like roaring voice, like no, leave Hallie alone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. I wish I could. Yeah. You know what? I really wish I could. I just need to drop you off at daycare. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. She's been so mean. And I'm like, I don't know how... I don't know how to change it. I think it. it's normal. I think you just I have to so show them... Okay, I actually read this thing. Because I've been really struggling with when Ellie has, like, big meltdowns. Like that. Like, sometimes she'll have a big meltdown. I know I've said it before. And she, like... Go! Yeah, you know and like mm-hmm. doesn't want me around her doesn't want me around her and I was like I don't know what to do like do you really just leave them alone like I feel mm-hmm. weird walking out of her bedroom and just like leaving her but mm-hmm. like I'm doing nothing no good sitting right. there with her and like I don't want to freak out at her for having emotions but then I saw this thing and it's like it's actually really beneficial and important I just saw this yesterday to like sit with them and mm-hmm. just like you don't have to react you don't have to like try to touch them or try to pick them up but just showing them that like you are comfortable with their big emotions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, that yeah, that's makes so much. Yeah. It just sounded so right to me. And like, that's all that I w- want to teach her is that like her right. big emotions are okay. It, yeah. You're always a safe space. But like, you don't have to fucking hit me when you're mad, yeah, but seriously. like you can do other stuff. You can scream. And so, yeah, that actually, I'm not that I'm excited for her next meltdown, but I'm like excited knowing that I have like a way, a direction. Mm-hmm. Cause I just felt so like, yeah, it, honestly, and I've done scene. stuff like that before, yeah. too, just being like, okay, I'm going to sit um, here until you're ready yeah, to talk to me. Yeah. And then, I mean, she's not usually ready, but then eventually she, yeah, she'll Yeah, they come hug, around. She's so obsessed with her soother, like, we're trying mm. to take it away, but, and so now she only has it at nap times and stuff, but, like, she climbs onto the counter to get it, and, like, it's just, and she freaks out, but we're not giving into it. Yeah. Um. However, she had this, like, massive massive freak she just couldn't stop freaking out like she just couldn't stop yeah and so I plugged it I think it was like right before bedtime or right before so it didn't matter but like I just gave her her soother and instantly she had the soother in and she instantly came in for a hug like she would not let me touch her right before that and I think it was just like this comfort of like soothing yeah you just don't fucking know too like what what just happened would she have like been okay in two seconds if you hadn't given it to her who knows would she have cried for six hours if you hadn't who like you just don't know I feel like yeah it's true but my gut was telling yeah my gut told me just the ins like she was freaking out freaking out and she doesn't usually do it that bad and she doesn't usually like so I can usually just be like okay come here it's okay and I'll like scratch her back and like let her cry whatever yeah she would not let me fucking touch her and then she got the soother and then instantly was like oh like like a puddle on me and I was like like, oh and they get it's exhausting and probably like scary to them so I just really love that like knowing like they just need to know that you can handle their emotions Mm -hmm. they don't need to know that like they can walk all over you it's not because I was like oh is she is she thinking that she's like 
getting away with something if I just like sit here and let her scream at me like Mm -hmm. is that what's going on I just like I was very conflicted so just Mm -hmm. knowing like no I'm just I'm cool with you having emotions yeah I'm just waiting till you're done I love that so much I do I like that too and like I've done it a couple times in the past and then all of a sudden Ellie's like oh I'm all better I'm like okay we're good she's like yeah I'm like okay um I'm gonna sign you up for therapy yeah (laughs) oh yeah don't worry okay so then I have a question because Ellie never took a soother like from Mm -hmm. the beginning Mm -hmm. I can't even remember like what my thought I remember having a bunch of them I don't remember if I waited like the six whatever you're supposed to wait (laughs) fucking some amount of time so funny that like that's something you read I'm sure somewhere and I I've never heard that until you just said it well, no, I'm, I'm not saying had, it's not true. I just haven't read it. But they gave her a soother in the NICU, like the doctors did, or the nurses. Sorry, not the doctor. And I wonder if it is like a NICU thing. Like, do will they do that for most of the NICU babies? Just because their first no few weeks idea. are like just different than a lot of babies. You I know? have no like, idea. I also don't know because, like, you would think the sucking. Like, I know that she was like with our nursing journey, we were really struggling because she would get too tired. Like she couldn't nurse. Like she literally would like try to, and then yeah, like only do a little bit of like sucking or whatever that would be called. Like, and then she would get to, they were like, she's tired. She's falling asleep because she wasn't like hungry enough Yeah, and stuff. So I don't know why they would have also given her a soother. If you think that like sucking on it would be similar but you wonder if maybe it like gets that reflex or does going it, right, like, or does it tire them out? Like I'm sure there's a, but I actually paid and like took a course. It was like quite a bit of money. And I had like a, she was like a pediatric speech pathologist who did like a lactation mm. course. It was actually really incredible. And I think she said to wait till six weeks, just until your milk comes in, whatever, whatever. I've read a lot of stuff. It's like, oh. you don't have to wait. It doesn't matter. Don't ever give them one. Give them like, yeah, there's, there's just too much there, stuff. Yeah. So she would never take one, but I wonder now, like if I have another kid and if you ever have another one, would you try it? Or is it just like fucking wait until I see I think it happens? would depend on what the baby was like yeah, and like how we're coping. Right. Hallie was a screaming baby. Like yeah. she's like screamed, yeah. screamed, screamed. And yeah. so it was very necessary, I feel yeah. like for us <laughs> and obviously still is. And I mean, the risk that it runs, there's two big things. One is like her her dental like mm-hmm. it and it, I can tell that like it's making a little bit of a oh yeah uh, an impression it's not horrible but it's a little bit mm-hmm. of an impression on her teeth and um but my doctors told me that it's bad for ear infections so if your baby's getting like oh. lots of ear infections or throat infections and they're also using a soother then that could be correlated because ah. of like germs and stuff when you're dropping it yeah. so Hallie did have lots of um, oh. ear infections like last year. And then we actually got referred to an ENT in Edmonton, but we never got a call. And then she just didn't have any ear infections for like a year. Weird. So I wasn't really pushing. Right. And then she just had a double ear infection Ugh. recently. So then my doctor is giving me shit again about still having her on the soother, but I'm like, Hmm, no, I think I would do soother again yeah. just because of how I would do the soother again. But when we sleep trained her, the sleep trainer told me it's time to cut the soother and I couldn't like Oof. I just wouldn't I, yeah I was like this is her that's only weird because I feel like sleep tr- no they say all crutches don't they mm-hmm. yeah this and like Ellie was such and- a um 
she needed a lot of stimulation as a baby. Like for us to get her to sleep, I remember at four months old, me and Brett literally like on a medicine ball, but at the same time also moving our arms, holding her like to get her to fall asleep. We had to basically like whip her around. Like she needed so much like stimulation to get to sleep. Like movement and that yes, kind of like bouncing stuff. her on the medicine ball for 45 minutes each until our backs were breaking. And like, oh I mean, God. I'm never doing that again. Truthfully, if my baby's not falling asleep, my baby's not falling asleep. Like, I'm not going to do that shit again. So, like, live and learn. But yeah, God, it would have been nice if she would have just taken a soother and fallen asleep. Well, that's what I thought then, too. Like, I do think weaning is hard, but I also feel like weaning her off of it when she can understand is something I would prefer. Yeah. Personally, because just for her and seeing how much it comforts her, Mm -hmm. like, even in that freak out and that she was, like, instantly calmed. Like, yeah. I know it's a tool and it's a crutch, but it's yeah. also something that works to help her regulate her feelings yeah. and her emotions. And she's obviously going through a hard time with yeah. whatever issue she's <laughs> yeah. having that day. But so I do struggle with it. I don't know if I would, I don't know. I'm not against doing it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Hard to say. Okay. Have you ever had where you're like, eye lid twitches? Yeah. Stress. I know. And I'm like so fucking tired. And just like you said about Hallie waking up, like Ellie's been waking up. And that's the thing with my aura ring is I can literally see exactly like when we're waking up. I don't have it on right now. It's Mm. charging, but I can see when we're waking up and she's woken up at like between 2.30 and 3.30 for like two weeks straight. And like, I just cannot fall back asleep after like most of the time I don't fall back asleep. And I'm so, and then it's like a vicious cycle because then by seven o'clock, I'm so tired. I'm like, well, I might as well go to bed. But if I go to bed at seven, eight hours is 3 a.m. So then she wakes up at three and I like feel okay, but like not, you know, so. Yeah, you want to keep your. But my eyelid is just driving me. Yeah. But I know it's like stress and I know it is not a good sign and I'm worried, but I just had a very busy couple. Well, it's a busy time of year. And then even just like being like the manager of a household coming yeah. up to Christmas. Like I've got to decorate. I've got, there's just like lots of things. Yeah. To lots of Christmas yeah. presents to buy lots yeah. of plans to make yeah. for Christmas. And then among other things, like you're so busy with work and school yeah. and then just your regular everyday life. Yeah. Like every day is so busy. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Like what did we do before we had kids? Like, I was <laughs> don't not busy. No, I don't fucking know. Like I watched Netflix and I don't watch Netflix speaking of netflix what i want to talk to you about well let's talk about that podcast you should send me first but i i remember when we started recording like when we started doing this Mm -hmm. i watched this docuseries on netflix called take care of maya and i will circle back but i want to talk about it okay so that's scamanda podcast okay scamanda yes if you haven't listened to it i think it's like eight parts yeah i think so and like Vic just was talking about it and you kind of like all the craziness is like in the first six episodes and then it just doesn't feel like yeah like i'm on the the chapter eight but um i feel like it wasn't really like a satisfying ending like you don't really understand why she did it or like what happened to her after yeah so i'm on yeah chapter eight well there are bonus episodes yeah i listened to those too did you um yeah it i'm kind of after chapter seven, like the seventh episode, I was kind of like, okay, now I'm... You've got it all. I've got it, but info. yeah, you don't get any, like... There's no, like... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
closure. It's not satisfying. Yeah. It's not like, oh, yes, that's what should have happened to her. It's just like, what? Like, all this stuff happened. And then it's almost like you want to see her, like, or have her, like, in Dateline. You know how, like, yeah, yeah. and then at the end of the episode, they're, like, talking to them through jail, like, or they're yeah. in a jumpsuit or whatever. Yeah, and like, get, like, their perspective on things or, like. So, basically, I guess we should explain what happens mm-hmm. So this woman. Spoiler alert if you haven't yeah. listened. But it's really good listen. So yeah. You should, it's so good. Because it's insane. It's, it's so well life. done and, like, so much work went into it. Okay, anyway, give the rundown. Well, this woman just, well, she starts out as, like, a babysitter for this family. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah. She starts out as a babysitter or, a babysitter or like tutor or something yeah kind of like like quite a bit younger than the than the parents she's like 17 and like the parents are parents and then the parents get a divorce and she gets with the husband yeah and they get married and have kids and then like so and one of the no so when she's like babysitting the kids one of the girls that she's looking after and helping out with has cancer like yes yes like the older one so the older one was Whose? Because there were two. I think it was like the moms. Okay, let's pause for a second. Okay, so there were two girls. Yeah, but one was one, the mom. This one was the mom's daughter from a previous relationship, yes. and, and then the younger one, Jessa, was the yes. mom's the daughter of both the, parents. Yeah, both parents that lived in the house, like yeah. a couple that was married. Corey is his name. I can't oh, remember what her name was. Yeah, and then this Amanda woman comes in, like kind of she's Teenager. like a cheerleader or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she was teaching she? them cheer. But anyway, as the podcast goes on, it talks about she eventually gets cancer and they're trying, like, they're trying to, like, get the full custody of the kids away from, like, the real mom and, like. For absolutely no reason. No reason. Just, like, they went really crazy. But not both the, not both of the girls. They just want the one that is Corey's. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So not the one with cancer. No. But she had cancer when she was really young, like, before Amanda was in the picture. But obviously it just, like. But yeah, she ends up basically faking for years and like years and years. years. Like she, yeah, says she has stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. So I think that's cancer of the blood. Yeah. And then she's got all these friends. Like, it's just crazy. You hear from so many different people in their lives. Like, they were like avid church goers. She's really big in the church and uses it to like get a lot of her money. And like, she'll go yeah. up and like speak at like this huge church and then like, the pastor would pass around the donation box and say, this is just for Amanda. And they would get like, they would have like events where she would stand on the stage and stuff and people would just walk up and put money down for them. And then she like made up this whole thing about like doing chemotherapy and how each treatment she had to fly to New York city every three weeks and do this injection and chemo treatment. And it was $1,300 plus travel every three weeks. And so families are paying for it. Like, yeah. Just like she giving was her their miles. Blog. Yeah. Like she's just, yeah, she was writing a blog documenting everything. And like also, which is so strange, like she's taking pictures of herself in the hospital with like wires and shit yeah. everywhere. And like people saw her at the hospital with doctors. So I'm like, what was she doing there? I know like, that's what, what was... they never really clear up. No, it's like, don't what was she doing there? But then she was like flagged at different hospitals too. Cause they're like, this lady's up to something fishy. So she'd have to go to a new oh, hospital. I mean, and I think she would just milk it as long as she could say like, I'm not feeling well. No, I need this test. I need this test. And then mm-hmm. eventually they'd be like, you're a maligner. It's called and like, get out of here. But, oh, it's just so people are just so fucked up. Crazy. Like yeah, why, like, why, like why? So much money. 
so, so much money. And, and like, then like just the lies she came up with, like there was a point in time she had told everyone on her blog that her doctor was letting her self inject her chemo. Yeah. Like with a and it was needle. One of the most impossible. It was one of the most like, like chemotherapy medication is very, very dangerous and like toxic. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the most dangerous, most toxic ones that like, she said she had. Like they would a never trial with it. Yes. It was the, part of a it would never trial. have like ever, ever have happened. And she no, just like, like, if it's part of a clinical trial, it's not even like, and she was posting pictures like, of the vials and like doctors were like, it's not even that color. It doesn't even come in a vial like that. You wouldn't even be able to use that needle to get into that vial. Like it was just crazy. The yeah. shit she was doing yeah. and getting away with was like, crazy and then even Ugh. like with uh <laughs> she went to like so a girl a friend she told a friend oh i've got cancer whatever blah blah blah. i need to go have a treatment or i need to go see the doctor can you watch the kids this day or whatever yeah. so this friend's like yeah absolutely has the kids at her house or whatever and then amanda comes home this is past the point of her shaving her head so she's bald yeah but she comes there and I guess the friend had been like, yeah, we'll just be in the pool all day. Like whatever, just come over whenever you're done. And so she came over and she had like a small little round bandaid, like behind her ear on her head. Like one of those, like they even said in the episode, like one of the leftover ones, like the pointless ones, like you don't even know why they exist. Like probably for like <laughs> yeah. the tiniest like needle. Right. Yeah. That you would like, they're just like the extras that are left at the end at the bottom of the box, the, the band-aid multi-pack of band-aids. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, what, why do you have a, why the friend said, Amanda, why do you have, um, that bandaid behind your ear? And she said, Oh, I had to have my, I had to have some fluid drained from my brain today. And so she like, and then she what? dove underwater. And then that was the one friend being like, Hey, this is not adding up. Like <laughs> I don't you don't get fluid that part. drained from your brain. And if you did, they would probably use something a little bit bigger than what that And they might monitor you for a few hours. Well, you can't, sure can't go friggin' I mean, diving. maybe you can. Who are we to, who are we to say this? No, but they, the they girl did. did call the hospital oh. and ended up asking about, like, a doctor about it. Yeah. And the doctor was like, mm, no. Like, people were treating <laughs> this friend like she was stupid because of all the questions she was asking. And Yeah. Yeah, but, there was a couple people that were like, what? something is not adding up here and actually the young daughter was like one of the ones that was like mm -hmm. she was this does not make things. sense she was like finding like chunks of like iv line just like in their house hidden yeah and in their like, um son's room like yeah. in the boy's room because yeah. then she also like amanda went on to have two kids and would say people are like it's why are you it's a miracle yeah and she's like a friend was like, why are you, how are you pregnant? You're dying from stage four cancer. And she's like, well, actually the pregnancy is reversing the effects of yeah. cancer. <laughs> like she like, was bold. Yeah. Like, like very bold. And yeah. I just want to know, like, first of all, where'd all the money go? Like, what did you spend it but on? But like she had to, she went on the trips because she had to go to New York because people booked her flights. So she was guess, like doing yeah. it and just like living, living that life was costing her that much money. It's like, if you just put the time and energy I that know. you're putting into this, into like writing any books, job, you'll be famous. You'd probably be rich and famous and could like chill the fuck out instead of like okay. running to the hospital to get your brain fluid drained. Like honestly. And like, oh God. Oh yeah. Anyways, I thought it was such a good listen. It was yeah. It's from cool. The average podcast yeah. that I listened to and. Just kind of like almost, it's not funny, but almost a little bit funny because you like some wild. of the stuff she would say and like the boldness of her yeah. actions are just like, oh, like I remember like, literally like doing my makeup one day and like I was looking in the mirror, obviously listening to it and just looking at myself at and going, oh, what? Like <laughs> my mouth open just at myself, like, oh, 
She's like crazy. the nerve, like the guts she had is like yeah, but such level. a smart, brilliant person. Like you can't do that if you're an idiot. No, you know it's just so sad that that's, that's what your desire, what your energy, to do. Yeah. yeah, what you focus your energy yeah. on too. So crazy. Totally. So you guys should listen to it, Scamanda. I guess it will. Will this episode go out next week? Yeah, yeah. So in true fashion for me, like I'm dealing with everything last minute. So this will go out and it won't even matter. But I was going to ask everybody like where you find like decent clothing in mm. Lloyd. We have like a, a celebration of life to go to next weekend. And I want to, I need to get something new to wear. Cause I wear so much casual stuff to work. Like I feel like you wear nice I don't, stuff to work. But like not dressy. Like right. sometimes I might put it. Like, don't you have like a nice blazer you could wear with just like plain? stuff no yeah I guess I do I just have a black one or like a really bright pink one I feel like the bright pink might be a little bit much but like I also don't think it's all like as like black like I don't like I feel like a celebration of life you could go like nice dark jeans with like a cute boot Mm -hmm. and your black blazer and then like a colored top Mm. like that would be like really like snazzy <laughs> lame as that's word. what i was going for <laughs> snazzy catch up with like purest fashion tips 101 old. yeah like i am not a, i am not the person to go to for fashion advice but that's don't you do you think that'd be good uh, maybe i should try even like a sweater because it's like getting wintry wear like a nice See, here's sweater my other problem all my clothes, I wear them to work. I just can't help myself. Mm, I do. Yeah. And I get them so dirty with yeah, color that like yeah. I was trying on sweaters last night and all my sleeves have hair color on them. And it just looks so sloppy. Like, oh, that sucks. Because I never do anything where I dress up decently. Like I, yeah, like I might look like dress nice, but maybe it's a little bit more yeah, formal. Like I think Mark is wearing dress pants. And like, trying to think like, of what so I want to wear a little, but like maybe I'll get a dress. I you know, it would be so like, cute. What? Like a long skirt with like a slit in it and like some boots and then like a chunky sweater. Well, that would be cute. And then that's something you would actually like wear a lot because a chunky sweater going into it. Or maybe you even have one that would work. I do. That's a good idea. Yeah, I do. I but like where to find a, sweat, a, a skirt. That's the thing. And that's like I get these outfits in my head. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Like I could do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and I'm like looking. It. So like really right now I'm looking for like a long sleeved like oversized blouse I want to wear. Yeah. So I can just dress it up with like jewelry and then I mean like, there definitely would leggings. be something at like Urban Planet that's cheap. Yeah. You'd be able to or even Eclipse, maybe. Yeah. In the mall. But also like hot peppers, if you're okay spending a bit more money, would have like nice I've got a lot of chunky sweaters there that Ooh, I love. I should go look. Yeah. I've never been there. You haven't? No. I'm the worst. It's like I it has like every good brand that you love and like super cute stuff, but mm-hmm. obviously it's just a higher price right. point. But Sometimes they have good go sales. See, yeah. Yeah. They have lots of cute stuff. And the kids section is like so good. Oh God. So yeah, it's dangerous. I mean, we're blinders. It's dangerous. But it's luckily like over on the other side of the store. And even like Marina finds the best shit at Winners like ever. Winners. Kate, okay, that's where I should yeah, go for sure. Winners is the best. Yeah. I but know. I don't ever have the patience to look no, through. No, I get like, so I should if I'm looking for something specific. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I should do. Boom. Done. So is that what you guys are doing? This weekend you're going to that next weekend oh next weekend next what are you doing weekend. this weekend this weekend we have no plans oh no plans like part of me thought maybe we would go to edmonton just because we've been going to edmonton to mark to see mark's family lots lately but 
I don't know. He's off this week and doesn't go back to work till Monday. Mm -hmm. And it's been a busy week. And with Hallie not sleeping, I don't know. I'm kind of like, maybe we'll just hunker down, chill out, get some stuff done, do some meal prep. And then we leave for Ontario for the celebration on Thursday, like Thursday afternoon after school, we'll leave to go to Edmonton. Then Friday morning we fly out. So I would like to have like everything meal prepped until Wednesday so yeah. we don't leave food in the fridge yeah. when we're gone and Good then call. I can just do a grocery shop when we get back so it's going to take nice. some organization yeah you know I love that hit you, know, you up the sounds of that yeah <laughs> yeah I know I'm going to keep posted on your on your page to see if you've got any good um good recipes oh i'm doing chicken and dumplings soon oh effing love it like yeah. it's so it's good it's so good and like the kids always eat it oh and but she's although we had it i made it like the first night that i w- started not feeling good and uh, then it was just like yeah not I could, I could barely we had a huge thing it's actually still in the fridge you should freaking take it <laughs> like i can't even look at it but yeah so good what's another one i've been so doing hard, i did like a do you ever make soups yeah i don't know why i'm not like a big soup i have okay, like I'm two soups that yeah. i love and the ones that i make are like legit legit from scratch and take like three days okay so well, then i'm like i don't have time to make soup right but it can be so lot. much easier than that i just I make do it one i've only really done one that i like mm-hmm. and honestly i like it more than anyone else in my house what is it it's just like a hamburger soup it's mm. called and it's just like ground beef and like a full i just put like a full bag of frozen vegetables in it celery garlic what else goes in there onion probably some sort of tomato vibe yeah like two cans of diced tomato like i do the canned version like i just do a fast yeah. one and then like a beef broth but it is so oh and potatoes I put in there I've put sweet potato in before yeah just like whatever you got like yeah honestly and it's just so like hearty and it's like actually filling Mm -hmm. because of all the ground beef in it and oh I just love it like I love it so much and I made a huge thing of it last week and I ate it every day it was so good oh that's good I like I make this like one it's like a peanut ramen oh my fucking god pardon my French it is so good Ooh, I'll send you the recipe yeah. because it's it's literally called 30 minute peanut ramen and it's That's like my jam. you put there's like Thai or like curry paste peanut butter honey coconut milk and like chicken broth and then you throw four chicken breasts in there and you just boil it for like 15 minutes then you take them out and shred them and they're like fully cooked mm-hmm. throw it back in I think there's like some soy sauce some fit like you need quite a few random sauces but mm-hmm. like I love I eat a lot of that kind of food. So we have every like weird like rice yeah. wine vinegar and whatever. And then you just put like spinach, red onion or red spinach, red peppers, mushrooms, and then some noodles at the end, like mm-hmm. some ramen noodles. It's so good. And like Ellie even eats it. Oh, really? And if See, you- Ellie's a good eater, I feel like, hey, she, yeah, I think that she is. Like Hallie usually will have her own meal separate from what we're having because she just is so like regimented on like toddler food. What she likes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I try. I try. Mm -hmm. But she usually doesn't eat it. Like the soup, she wouldn't eat it. And Ellie's probably been eating this soup since she was like six months old. (laughs) I would give it to her. But yeah, I think it maybe helped. I don't fucking know. 
I feel like we're going to have another kid and I'm like, oh, I got the food thing dialed down and then they're just going to be like a picky eater. And you know, it just, it just, you just never it, know yeah, what's going to happen. But, I mean, I'm kind of a picky eater, so I don't yeah. like judge her too hard, but yeah. But yeah, she's a good one. She's a good big chicken fingers. And oh, we went out with broccoli girl. What night? Oh my God. This was such a, uh, maybe I should, whatever. We went out on Friday. It was actually so nice. For we dinner? Went, well, our plan was just to like go to, we had to get a bunch of stuff for our basement. We're finishing our basement. So we were looking for like a sink and a vanity and Ooh, a toilet and that's like all fun. that fun stuff. And then just like bopping around town, we were looking at flooring. And then we're like, well, let's go to Canadian Tire and like look at the Christmas stuff. So we were just going around there and I finally got a new blender. Go me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, let's go to Proper. Like it's only 530. Proper is so, so good. good. So you went there on Friday? Well, no. Oh, I went there for lunch on Friday for the first uh, time. Oh, and, oh my God. Their chicken have? sandwich. Oh, it was literally so the size of my head. It was massive. And it's on like that homemade, like, yeah, catch a so bread. Good. Uh, like, catch me there right after this. It's one. Like, so fucking good. Yeah. So we were so excited because me and Brett both love the proper. Like, it's just our favorite. But it was so packed. There was like a lineup out the door what? at 530. And we were like so hungry. And I, I already wasn't feeling good at that point. Like, mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't even know. Like, Am I starving? And that's why I don't feel good. Like, what's going on? So we went to Ricky's, which is right across the street from the proper. And what is Ricky's like? I've never been there. So for breakfast, mm -hmm. it is so good. I used to go there all the time. They make like those shredded hash browns. Okay, yeah. And then they, they used to do, I don't know if they still do, but it was like stuffed hash browns. So they would like get them all crispy and delicious. And then inside, they'd make like a little pocket and fill it with like loaded baked potato stuff so like oh. sour cream green onions bacon bits and cheese and then like oh kind of God. flatten it on itself and like it was so good like this was back in the day when I would eat anything I probably wouldn't eat this now but mm -hmm. and then I get like eggs Benny like breakfast was so oh good God. so I was like well whatever how bad could it be like oh it was so bad it was so bad what I was feeling so sick mind mm -hmm. you like Brett got a burger and he said it was good and Ellie got chicken fingers and fries and I've never seen her eat so much so much so fast and like oh, she just hungry. hoovered it which was amazing because she was just like quiet for like 20 minutes <laughs> like holy shit but I got the tomato soup and then I got because I was just like feeling so Crap. shitty I'm like I don't think I can even eat anything I just want a little bowl of soup and then they had this like garlic cheese toast that came on the side and my soup was like barely warm. Like there was no steam coming off of it, which like, Ew, like soup needs to be steaming hot. So yeah, long. like, and I'm like so queasy at this point already. Yeah. I'm just like, I want soup that just burns me that I can't even taste it. Yeah. It's just hot and goes yeah. into my body. And I'm like, oh God, I'm scared. And then the friggin' bread thing that I got, like they put garlic, smeared garlic butter all over it and then topped it with cheese and like threw it in the oven just long enough so that the cheese like congealed together in one lump. <laughs> yeah. And none of the butter was like melted. Ew. So And ew, I was just like ew, looking ew. at it. I like put it, <laughs> get it to my mouth and just be like, Ugh. like I can't, I couldn't oh. eat. It was so bad. And, like oh, that really our sucks. server was amazing. She was just like such, so good. I was like, oh, she literally nailed like every point you're supposed to nail. Like she was killing it. But like. It was just so dis you disgusting. Good, so I felt so sick. Worse. It was just like, I'm like, I think I'm just going to get a milkshake and go to bed, <laughs> which <laughs> I did. I didn't, but yeah. 
Ugh. I just don't like feeling like that. It was not enjoyable. Ugh, it's the worst. Yeah. But where was I even going with this? Oh, this weekend? What I'm doing? Yeah, what are you doing this weekend? My parents are here. So oh, they yeah. usually come every time, every year this time. And we do a lot of hunting. So my sister lives on the Alberta side of Lloydminster. And I live on the Saskatchewan side. My dad's like a big hunter. So he hunts with her on the Alberta side. And then hunts with me on the Saskatchewan side. Well, that's fun. Then so, you can say you went yeah. to three provinces. Yeah, that's right. So... <laughs> Yeah. Do they? Do you guys usually have much luck? Yeah, we usually get like a deer or something every year. Um, it's just like a lot. And my dad's like a lot, like he loves hunting. So he wants to like scout out a big one and like spend the day in the bush. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, dad, I don't have time for this shit. Like we got to shoot the first deer that we see. And like, I remember last year we saw like a nice buck on the first day. And he's like, well, it's just the first day. And then we didn't see anything else. And I was so mad. <laughs> but so now we actually I already got a deer this year so we're kind of just like going for a second one so it'll be less stressful and I can just like hang out with my dad and in the blind it's actually really fun because there's like no service where our blind is set up mm-hmm. I mean my dad just like sit there <laughs> and you have to be silent and just like sit so there and talk sometimes a little bit but usually it's just like we nudge each other and like point and go you we can't really talk because you want to like blend in with nature and basically make it seem like Mm -hmm. you're not there so sometimes I'll like download a podcast and listen to it but for the most part we just like sit there in silence and like (laughs) is it like therapeutic because you're like in the nature it's very nice and like sometimes there's like a light snow falling and like I just try to like focus on my breathing and the time goes by so fast which is crazy but I don't know like I love having wild game it's like what the majority of my diet is now Mm -hmm. and like I'm so grateful for it. It's really, really important to me. And like hunting has always been a huge part of my life, but like, it's just getting annoying. Well, because it's another (laughs) job. You can't just, it's so much work. And like, you have to just sit there and wait. Like sometimes we would sit in the blind for like six hours. Like the year Ellie was born, she's literally born October 7th. We were hunting like November 15th and I'm like pumping in the blind. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, dad. My dad's like, we got to go, bud. Okay. (laughs) so I could only go for like four hours because she wasn't taking a bottle whatever yeah or she was a little bit but yeah I'm like dad I don't have like two weeks like if we see something we got it like we got let's go shoot it like we're doing this to like get it going and then but then it's like just beginning it's like you have to then you have to haul it out of there and like I'm not not a big person like I'm like a little bit of a wimp and like usually there's like three feet of snow and we're like hauling it to the truck and then yeah by then it's usually starting to get dark and it's fucking freezing cold out and then you have to gut it and skin it and like you have to have no gloves on because you can't hold a knife in like gloves that are warm in minus 30 like you just can't so like it's so freezing cold it takes forever my dad and Brett are like both trying to be the boss of the whole situation and I just get like so annoyed and I'm just like whatever I'm fucking out of here you guys deal with it I don't care I'm like you guys are gonna the boss of this situation and (laughs) one time we went actually with Brett's dad my dad and Brett and all three of them were like skinning the deer that I shot at the same time and I was like you guys need to calm down like men are so ridiculous like they were like within like millimeters of slicing each other's fingers off because they're just like no you should skin it like this no you should skin it like this and I'm just like oh my god everyone needs to calm down right now oh my gosh see I did not grow up 
hunting like hunting is not yeah. a part of my life yeah. it has never been a part of my life <laughs> probably will never be a part of my life it's never not part of mark's life like yeah. it's just not we're city folks so yeah. well, no, like yeah no we're city folks so does it gross you out yeah it does well like i wouldn't be able to sit there and do it oh. and like watching it would be gross and i wouldn't touch it and i probably oh. would freak out once i saw the deer and like be like i don't even know if i could watch that someone yeah. shoot a deer I think I would actually be able to watch it like from afar but then like that would be it I would not be able to like go and haul it or and I would probably not be able to eat it I've never had deer in my life you haven't no oh my god I haven't had deer haven't had moose haven't <gasps> had like I'm really just like a really normal person <laughs> to some I guess what's that like yeah to me that's like weird but to to you, I'm so and like probably me, so weird. like I'm so regimented with like yeah. just honestly chicken pork pork and beef is like yeah. the only meat that I've really ever had. That's a and lot I, of people though. Yeah, and I um like I just couldn't like even if I yeah I couldn't I don't know I could wow. probably would never like it. I remember I tried liver one time and like I can still <laughs> taste it. <laughs> what kind of animal was it though? Oh, I don't know. Oh, probably cow so funny because i'm like collecting the livers from anything anyone shoots this year and like chopping it up and just eating it raw shut the fuck up you are not okay so here's my plan beef liver like supplements capsules are so beneficial like mm -hmm. it's unbelievable the nutrients that are in liver it's just crazy mm -hmm. and they're so expensive mm. and so I'm like okay here's my plan I'm gonna just get every liver for, and just cut them up into little teeny tiny pieces that are so small that you could just swallow it and then I'm gonna like flash freeze them in these little individual like chocolate chips basically and just and like, then I can just pop like day. seven or eight a day and like just swallow it right down oh okay so you're not like just sucking on a piece of a no liver. I don't like liver okay well you said that like it was like I know it was like for dramatic effect a okay little bit, you well, know I'm glad, we're trying to like I can't handle it <laughs> I cannot handle that so I'm but I'm also thinking I'm gonna make we're gonna make sausage out of it and I think I'm gonna like try to put some liver in my sausage so we'll see how it goes but I'm excited Oh my god like i wouldn't even ruin it like just do plug your nose and swallow it like don't ruin your sausage by putting liver in it so i just feel like liver has such yeah. a distinct taste yeah that, like, i literally could not get the taste out of my mouth for days but if you did like a like a 10 percent liver in your breakfast sausages i just don't know that you would really taste it if you had some other seasonings in there maybe but you might be right i don't know again i'm a very picky eater mm -hmm. so i'm sure i would be able to detect it mm -hmm. Or just in my head, knowing it was in there, I'd be like, I taste it. I can't eat this. I can't eat yeah. this. I can taste it. Yeah. Well, good for you because liver is actually like so, so good. nutrient dense mm -hmm. and so, so good for you. I wish I could eat it, but I've accepted the fact that I can't. Yeah, it's okay if you can't. But I'll you can eat. get the supplements. That's true, actually. I should look into that. Yeah, they're so good. But yeah, that's what we'll be doing this weekend. And usually Brett has like such a good setup for like, um, what do you call it? He calls it something. Processing animals. Oh, yeah. So, like, he has, like, a hoist that goes on the back of the truck, and we just, like, goes into the hitch, and we, like, hoist it up, skin it, gut it, throw it in the back of the truck, bring it back to the house. You do that before you even leave? You gut it in the field usually always. 
Oh, so you don't have to deal with the guts at home. Yeah. So you typically... So, like, how do you do it? So, like, this is so funny. Do you, like, chop the head off and, like, chop the ass off and chop the legs off? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, so we... Usually, like, you go from, like, the butthole up to, like, its heart. Like, its breastbone, basically. You just, like, slit a big slit. Oh, yeah. Like a cut. Okay, slice. Cut a big slice. And then... An incision, if you will. An incision, yeah, yeah. And then one person, usually me, like, you, the holds, like, the back legs open or the front legs or wherever, oh and the God. other person will, like, kind of just carve along that line. And then you have to... This is, like, going to get nasty. Like, are you sure you want to hear this? Yeah. You basically pull... Cut their trachea. Kira, this is so <laughs> fucked. Is it? Well, no, like, I'm not freaking out, but, like... I feel like on it all of a sudden really like self-conscious and weird. No, don't feel self-conscious. I'm just, I never grew so, up hunting. Like I don't know this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. I kind of want to like talk about for me what it's become. Cause I typically don't shoot the animals anymore. I don't love that. It's mm-hmm. not like, Oh, I want to go shoot a big deer. Yeah. Like some people, a lot of women I know like enjoy it. Yeah. I love sitting in the blind. I love talking to my dad. I yeah. love like having wild game. I actually even enjoy like, all of the processing part of it it's just usually I don't get to take part in it much because all the men are like oh I'm gonna I'm the biggest I'm gonna do this but like I try really hard to like make it spiritual and like Mm -hmm. even though no one around me like notices I like put my hand on it and I like really thank the earth for like if you think about everything that went into Mm -hmm. a deer yeah even like every blade of grass that had to like be photo how do you say that photosynthesized photosynthesized by the sun and like had to be watered and had to be not whatever like yeah it took millions and millions of blades of grass to get this deer's parents alive and to get them to come together to make this like if you just think about how incredible that gift is like who just gives me goosebumps thinking about it and I really try to just like hone in on that hone in on that and spend that time like I'm going to like use every part of this deer that I can Mm -hmm. and like appreciate it as much as I can and make sure it's well taken care of and I'm gonna make amazing meals out of it and like right and like I say I say this whole thing is fucked as someone who like fully eats meat and knows what goes into like I don't I'm not judging yeah no Um, no no I just it is crazy to me that you know how to do it and when I'm hearing you say it I'm literally like picturing myself doing those things and I'm like <laughs> like in my head I literally like drop the legs and I'm like I cannot be near oh this but like my dad since I was literally like four years old another package sorry one around. moment okay sorry that was just my coffee and my supplies showing up in the mail okay we'll get back to that <laughs> we will circle back I don't even think I'm going to talk about it I don't want to oh. talk about it so okay. I just thought I would tell you what it was and then we're going to leave it at that okay the good thing is I don't know what that means so do you know what an enema is? No. Okay, cool. I'll look it up on my way yeah, home. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were just talking about, like, my dad. Like, we have pictures of us, like, two years old, three yeah. years old. Like, you literally grew up. Grew up. And that's, like, a hobby for your dad. And mm-hmm. also, like, bonding time that you would yeah. have spent with him. And I feel like there's – I mean, people have their own view on mm-hmm. hunting and stuff. I actually don't have a view on it, personally. I'm more, like – you go girl like do whatever you want I don't care I probably won't be partaking in it because it's not part of my life but you're um, not like anti no and I totally love that you appreciate your time like Mm -hmm. and that you take time when you're you know in what the blind is that what you call it and you're just like (laughs) focusing on your breathing or like 
you know, just like spending that one-on-one time with your dad. Mm-hmm. I'm like very much about spending time with your loved ones mm-hmm. while you have them around yeah. because when you don't, it's, I know you'll never look back on that time yeah. that you spent with your dad in the no. blind and regret it. Like, no, God, no. It's honestly a huge thing that keep like, he's getting old. My dad, he's 70 years old. And I'm just like, you never know what's going to yeah. fucking happen. And I just like, that's just busy. And it's probably yeah. so easy. It's one of those things that's so easy to put off to be like, I can't yeah. go hunting. I've got so and many things to do. Dad. Like, like I'm pumping in the yeah. blind. Like that shows me how much I like appreciate that. Yeah. Time. And that's a big part of the reason that I go and like, all I also want like free meat basically. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> Groceries are so effing expensive. I wish I could just load up a gun and shoot I know. a cow and bring it home. With yeah. Me, but... Yeah. It's, we don't even need to go into the, price of food but like yeah yeah like I remember being a kid and like my dad if if he had to have us like for like whatever like my mom was like going somewhere right. or doing something and my dad was like in like back then it was different it was like dad's babysat they didn't yes. like co-parent yeah. the way that we do now mm-hmm. so if he had us for the day it was like we're going hunting or we're going fishing like that's what we would be doing yeah but like we'd be on the back roads and like as soon as you hit gravel this was the 90s so don't cancel us <laughs> got to take our seatbelts off and we would just like hang our heads out the window and like he would like hit a puddle at like whatever going fast and we would like get splashed with the puddle and we'd get to like pick out a bag of chips and so it's just always been like good memories yeah I love that yeah I think it's cool it's special. yeah and I just like to infuse it with a lot of gratitude now and like how fortunate I am and then the way that Brett like processes it now is so amazing and he like does such a good job and we get like roasts and steaks and burger yeah. and we make pepperoni and it's just like this is so cool. Yeah. So yeah, it would be cool to see that process from yeah. start to finish and then also have so many aspects of gratitude throughout the yeah. process as well. Yeah. I feel But like also that's... like so much like oh, how long is this going to Yes. Cuz it is like from the time you shoot a deer, not even all the time that you've already put in like driving and sitting. Same it's like 22 days, like 48 hours probably to like gut it, cut it up, package it and put it away. That's a lot of work in like today's day and age of like Mm -hmm. everything's fast. Like Brett cut up a deer on Monday and it took him from like 7am until two just to cut it up. Yeah. It's just crazy. But I mean, that makes sense. Like to properly do Mm -hmm. it to make sure you're Mm -hmm. getting all the meat and Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy that you yeah. know how to gut an animal, though, because to me, I just don't. So it's just foreign. It's not as hard as you would think. The only thing you have to make sure is that you don't hit, as my dad calls it, the piss bag. Oh, and then so you're the, gonna um, platter, I guess. Platter. <laughs> my dad always calls it a piss bag. <laughs> Why? Because it'll just like explode, lead, leak all over all the meat and like it can wreck it and if they have oh because once it leaks on the meat the meat's bad i don't know if it's like for sure bad but it's like you just don't want like urine urine all over everything i think and it just stinks and like also like the poop would be very close and you don't want like it just can be messy so the goal is to like not hit it but i i don't really know what would happen if you did hit it to be honest because never seen it happen ask your dad let me know I'll, i'll report back next week okay we're gonna talk about your this docu series, I remember telling you to watch it. Yeah, I was too scared to watch like, it. No, I can't. It's really like it's heavy. Okay, and I'm it, ready. Spoiler alert! I'm gonna just basically say everything that happened on this docu series, or at least like some big bullet points. So. Yeah. 
if you want to watch it, then stop listening, stop listening. But I do encourage you to watch it. It's just like super fucked up. If you like dark stuff, kind of like me, I guess if it's not dark, but like, I like dark things. Like I like to watch. Yeah. Like, why do you think? And- yeah. Why do I think like, I like that? Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to hear what it is first. Um, it's called Take Care of Maya. So it's yeah. about this family. Like it's a family of four, the mom, Beata, the dad, Peter, the daughter, Maya. And I can't remember her little brother's name, but he's a few years younger than Maya. Mm-hmm. And Maya is nine years old. Um, when she starts to have severe pain, sorry, I've like written all this mm-hmm. down. So it's going to sound kind of not like I'm talking like, but she starts to have like severe pain and unusual symptoms. Um, her mom, which is who is Beata Kowalski. She's a previous nurse before staying home, having kids, like yeah. having kids, she chose to stay home. And then upon her daughter becoming ill, like obviously like yeah. dedicated her life to, and- yeah, to be her biggest advocate. But um so she has like a medical background so she right. kind of knows what she's dealing with with a lot of medications and yeah. stuff like that she's got experience and even like hospital. symptoms whatever whatever yeah exactly she just has probably more yeah. knowledge or experience than the average mother yeah. i would say yeah. because i know nothing um so they had taken her to many doctors and hospitals and i remember when she was really young they had they had seen a specific doctor, like a specialist who believed in ketamine therapy and they did it with her and it cured it. Like it was. So awesome. what was she experiencing? What were her, she was experiencing. Okay. Um, what was later diagnosed as a neurological disorder called chronic regional pain symptom huh. or sorry, syndrome. Yeah. Um, and symptoms were chronic pain. Like her body, she was just in pain. Like yeah. her whole body, um, she was having headaches, lesions, her feet were turning inward and like she was, the use of her legs were deteriorating. Yeah. She couldn't raise her arms above her head. Uh, like she just, her body started, I guess like, like I wouldn't say shutting down because yeah, like I don't know what the organs were doing, but like her something going on with her brain couldn't com- compute with like her limbs. And yeah. she was just in severe pain. Like they said she was like screaming, crying all through the night, like just horrible. God, horrible. I can't imagine this. So sad. Yeah. So medical staff basically like later on after this ketamine therapy and forgive me because it's a while ago since I watched it so I'm kind of just like so I can't remember where there was this disconnect but anyways she had relapsed and things started getting worse and um she was Beata was taking Maya to the to the hospitals and they weren't able to figure out what was going on and they weren't doing anything that was able to be helpful. So Beata would take Maya and go to another hospital, being yeah. like, okay, they can't figure something out here. I'm yeah, taking you somewhere cool. else. I'm taking you somewhere else. So that hospital jumping, which now like now that you had mentioned about that Amanda Scamanda yeah. girl, like being flagged, I don't know what constitutes as like getting a flag on your record or something but that I guess spoiler alert isn't good to do I don't well you oh god I'm so scared I know it's this is the most horrendous thing I've ever heard okay so you're welcome for ruining your day (laughs) um okay so Beata was like very diligent and she was an amazing advocate for her daughter um, requesting ketamine treatment as they had used um, successfully in the past. Her mother having a background in medical um, field was 
knowledgeable and pushed doctors and nurses and was very firm. Um, I also want to note that like, there was a lot of video footage, like Beata recorded everything. She recorded all of her appointments with doctors and she wrote everything down. So she had like files of things. And like, who would do that? Like not, she was so like, everything was documented in multiple ways. And she was so thorough and organized. And she just was like an amazing advocate for a daughter. Like I can't even, yeah, it's just crazy. So she, but being that she had a medical, like, background and some knowledge and probably like with her experience in modern medicine like knows how much you need to be an advocate Mm -hmm. for your kids and then also on top of that just being like a mom and wanting to be a good mom and wanting to get things figured out for your kid she pushed back with doctors like she was very pushy and and came off as cold I think and I think maybe just rubbed some people the wrong way with her like adamancy if that's a word Mm -hmm. but the hospital staff didn't take it lightly. Um, and eventually, I believe it was at Johns Hopkins um, Hospital. They accused Beata of having Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Whoa. Which is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like essentially where a parent, like a mom makes up that their child is sick or a mom is like making their child yeah, sick. Yeah, because like Munchausen's is you pretend. So that's what that Scamanda had was Munchausen's. Like you pretend oh, to be sick for okay. attention. So if it's by proxy, you're pretending that a person you're taking care of is sick. Right. Munchausen's by proxy. Right. Um, oh, God. So this result, like resulted in like CPS getting involved. And Maya was taken away from her family. Her family oh. was forced to stay away when she was hospitalized in this hospital. For over three months. This covered American Thanksgiving, Christmas, away from her family, her oh, mom and her dad. Nine. nine years old. They had um a casework, like caseworkers assigned to stay with Maya in, hosp- um, in the hospital because her parents were not allowed in to see her and they were only allowed limited phone, limited monitored f- phone calls. Oh my God. In which they were not allowed to discuss Maya's pain or symptoms or any medical info. So Beata would, they had recordings and Beata would talk to her and it was being listened to by the caseworker and the caseworker would interject sometimes and say, you're not allowed to talk about that. You're not allowed. And so it was just. I would, I would. Go crazy. I'd go fucking psychotic. Like I. But she couldn't because the, so they hired um, an attorney and so they have representation and like guidance as to how to deal with this. And it was like a demise of her relationship because her, her husband was like, you need to shut up, stop pushing, stop, stop. And she could not, like, it was just so evident that it was her journey in life to like, I don't know. It was her mission in life to like, I just can't imagine anyone ever telling me like, you can't ask Ellie, like if she's in pain fucked i'd like go to mexico and never fucking come back yeah but you didn't yeah but they were already interjected so she's (sighs) at the hospital she stayed in a bed like it's just insane yeah um she was held captive like it's literally in it's held in captivity at the hospital away from her family she missed thanksgiving and christmas um and so among other things like it's a yeah it's yeah obviously absolutely horrible but um it all came to a head at an important court hearing when um, Beata had made one simple request to the judge and asked if she could just hug her nine-year-old daughter, who she hadn't seen in three months, and the judge denied her request. 
She was not allowed to give her daughter a hug. They were in the same room. Oh she was not God. allowed to give her daughter a hug. What the fuck is wrong with this world? Um, and three months after Maya was taken into state custody, Beata commit suicide, <gasps> leaving a note to explain how she could no longer take the pain of being away from her daughter and being treated like a criminal. So this no. just went oh to court God. and the verdict was released on Thursday. Um, so then years later, the Kowalski family, so Peter Maya and her little brother filed a lawsuit against Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital. And it went to trial um, in September of 2023. So just this year. Last Thursday, the hospital was found liable on all yeah. counts, including those of false imprisonment, battery, medical negligence, and intentionally inflicting emotional distress on both Maya and her mother, Beata. The Kowalski oh family God. was awarded $261 million. Oh, is that what that... Oh, my God. Okay. Holy... I know. I'm sorry. That's, like, so heavy. But Fuck. I just, like, after watching that, I was, like, gutted. And then now just, like, following the case and knowing how it turned out is, like... So that... Because I've been seeing... I didn't ever watch it because I was just, like, I don't know what this is. I can just tell that I'm not... Going to be able to handle Going to be it. able to handle it right now. Especially with the issues that I have around our fucking medical system yeah. already. But I've been seeing, like, on... It's everywhere. Like, on my Snapchat and on... It's, like, Maya gets the verdict or whatever and it's like she balls but I like listened to a couple things and I didn't know any of the context because I had forgotten about the Mm -hmm. documentary and so they're from the states I'm not really sure what the like I mean whatever it doesn't even matter what the medical system is like in comparison to yeah 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 yeah, like I just found like it was the most gutted gutting thing I like I don't know I've ever seen I thought like this is truly a mother's worst nightmare like to be driven to those lengths that you cannot, you cannot live your life anymore because that is your life. And that like, is your life. And somebody has created a monster out of you out of thin air when all you were doing was being an advocate for your sick daughter. <sighs> like, I just cannot believe it. And like, it, I just find it like disgusting. I'm even disgusted to see like how much money they were awarded because that like no money in the world is enough to take back what has just happened. Like their lo- that was her life, her daughter's life. Like, and, and like, maybe we life. should just like spend some time looking into shit like that $121 million. Maybe if we started spending like 10 grand looking into what's going on. 261 million. Okay. What did I say? 121. <laughs> $260 million. We could have spent $10,000 just doing a week-long investigation and looking at what this family was actually doing and, like, maybe looking at our staff. Like, were they just being bitchy that day? Are they yeah. not used to dealing with people with more medical knowledge? Like, what was going on? Where that, was like, the disconnect that they went from this do- This girl is seriously in – things are going wrong and she needs to be hospitalized She's been approved for, for ketamine treatment. Yeah. What doctor is approving someone for ketamine treatment that doesn't actually have like a real diagnosis? Like, you know, like so there's way I, there's more shit. A little that bit needs- of a question mark around that because I can't quite remember the details on that. So there might be a tie. There might be a reason for that one. But but no, that's what I mean. It's like if this person has a history of doctors right, approving true. ketamine therapy, like it's probably a legit. Doctors don't just approve ketamine therapy for no fucking reason. Because yeah. if someone had Munchausen's, they're not going to give a nine-year-old ketamine just because their mom said she doesn't feel good. Like, yeah. no, that's yeah. not going to fucking happen. Like, there just should have been a little bit Way of due more. diligence done on yeah. like CPS's part. Like, it's just so awful. Oh my god, that's and so even awful. the hospital. 
like to the fact that like the, but I, I think can't that... get over the fact that this is their life like that girl Maya her life is gonna she's growing up as the girl Maya Kowalski mm-hmm. who was so seriously ill people didn't take her mom seriously so her mom ended up doing the worst thing in the world committing mm-hmm. suicide she now grows up without a mom forever mm-hmm. so she hasn't seen her mom since her mom since she was taken away right because imagine how that judge feels like wouldn't even let her fucking hug her i hope that they get their i don't Shit know what taken yeah, away. i hope that they do because it's just I yeah mean, it's just I like so everyone needs to do better but, like, but i think like nurses in like hospitals should be able to like report that stuff and then there should be a much something done follow-up. like yeah there's let's you something. can't just like cut off every because like yeah i'm sure some people are doing some really fucked up shit and like look at that scamanda like how funny that we right. just talk about that but like nope she went unchecked for like 10 fucking years but then this this like it's just makes no sense yeah i think that the system with like children in trouble is really it's scary it's that was just like not... eye-opening to me to be like wow like ugh. Cause I struggle and I did struggle a lot of like having Hallie, not knowing like how to be an advocate for myself and not knowing I just did anything, whatever they said I did. And I did have a good experience like labor and delivery wise. I don't feel like I had any control or any say, and mm-hmm. I've struggled with that part since I just can't imagine. I just cannot imagine as a mom, like what this woman went through. Yeah. I just, yeah. The, it, was the, just, it was the worst, obviously. Literally the worst thing in the world. Oh my God, that's so sad. I hope that her family can somehow find peace in this verdict. You know what? I honestly feel like it would make it worse because it's like, and she was right. Like if she would have just waited, it would have come out of, to this eventually. For, I mean. I know, that's just how bad it was. It's so fucking bad. It's so bad so bad and i mean there was more to the story those are just like the bullet points yeah. that i have but um i mean you gotta think like mental health is something so serious you can't mm-hmm. measure and it's mm-hmm. easy to say looking back but like when you are in a hole and you don't feel like there is an end of that tunnel like there's no bright side there's no way out yeah. she just was in such a dark place so such sad. a dark place because she had another kid yeah so there is someone else to also look out for i can't yeah. imagine what she was feeling with her one but but you have a responsibility with your other child and that was just like so completely clouded it is yeah and i i don't place blame on her i just feel like it's the most it's the most fucked up thing i've ever heard yeah well we both have appointments so. <laughs> yeah, and we ran a little bit late. So, I mean, sorry to finish off on that note, but if you like to watch like dark kind of things, I would recommend that one. I thought it was really well done, very informative, but it's it's fucked up and it's horrible yeah. and it's really really sad. But I'm really glad that the family has well, I hope that they can find closure. Yeah. I hope it brings That's something positive to they, them. Maybe they'll do something with all that money to Make sure it doesn't happen again. Honestly, I hope they do. If that gives them some sort or of Or maybe they'll relief. fucking blow it on whatever the fuck they want. Also hope they do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have Bye. a good week, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. You can find us on Instagram at girl like you pod. Give us a follow and shoot us a message if there's something you want to talk about. 
We put out new episodes every Thursday, and please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us lots. Bye. Bye.